welcome to the medicinal break i'm og kennedy on this podcast i talk about popular culture i also grab my ski mask and tackle the bloody war on drugs now you may catch some contact eye from listening to this podcast so sit back light up and enjoy the show hey welcome back we're back with another one you know what time it is today is episode numero 28 that's numero 28 that's episode number 28 we rolling out here what is this episode brought to you by the smoke break what is it brought to you by Now, it's partially brought to you by two things. One is brought to you by moi, me. And I'll explain why later on when I drop a world premiere of something. Let me let the anticipation build for for a second. And it's also brought to you by wedding cake. This is still the same strain from last week. I got plenty (laughs) and I, I do seem like a pothead, but. I don't smoke as much as it might seem. Keep in mind, this is a once a week show. I'm not saying I smoke once a week. <laughs> That'd be a lie. But I'm not running through ounces like like some people I know. So this is still wedding cake and it's a hybrid. We're about 15% TAC, tracked and traced. You might, if you've been with the show for a little while, you might start to notice some differences, some, a few changes, which I told you, I'm evolving, you know, you're growing with me. So what has happened since the last time we spoke? See, the Met Gala happened. Metropolitan Museum of Arts Costume Institute. And it's in New York City. It's a annual thing that they throw every year, thrown by Vogue in the winter. If you know fashion, you know what I'm talking about. And this gala happens once a year. It's a fundraiser. And it's basically the place to be. Everybody who's cool who's in fashion, is here. It's the place to be seen. They usually have a theme for the costume fundraiser. And it's a ball, of course. And this year's theme, 2019, is called Camp, Notes on Fashion. And they say the theme is inspired by Susan Sontag's 1964 essay, Notes on Camp. Now, that all that just blows my mind. It's it's way over my head. (laughs) I wasn't invited, obviously. So that was all that is way over my head for now. But usually at the Met Gala, the person that always slays the Queen Bee at this Met Gala usually goes to Rihanna. And I will transition to her in a second. But this year, from what I saw, my own eyes, I am H.O. in my honest opinion, best dress and Queen Bee of this year's Met Gala goes to Cardi B. Now her stuff looked 
great. It's a red peacock that the feathers took like five people to carry behind her. Now, when it takes a train of niggas to carry your costume or your outfit, you win. You spread out the wings and take over the whole, the whole carpet, take over the whole stairwell. Nobody else walks up the stairway but me. And that's, that's a huge statement. And that's why, that's why she won this year's best dress, in my opinion, anyways. So Rihanna usually wins. She usually wins, but her news is even bigger. Her brand called Fenty. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's makeup, lingerie, all that women stuff. But her brand just got picked up as a flagship of LVMH. Now, I don't want to go too deep into fashion in this podcast. Although you do got to stay fashionable, of course. But LVMH, Louis Vuitton, Moet Hennessy, the brand, have about 70 houses under them. And a house is, a fashion house is basically Louis Vuitton, Fendi, Celine, Kristen Dior, Emilio Pucci, Givenchy, Kenzo. I know I'm naming all these houses, and I know some people don't know what these houses are. On a sidebar, I was talking to this guy, right? And he was uh, boosting up my ego, I should say. <laughs> I don't know how to put it, but he's saying, yeah, somebody like you in 10 years, I, I could see you wearing your Stacey Adams suit, you know? You've made it. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> if I'm wearing a Stacey Adams suit, uh, <laughs> I went wrong. Something went wrong in life, man. I didn't make it at all, nigga. <laughs> I haven't made shit if you catch me in a Stacey Adams suit. All right, all right. Get back to what we're talking What were we talking about? Yes. So I just named a, a bunch of those brands and Fenty... Rihanna's brand is now one of them. That's a very big news. Round of applause. Now, celebrities have been, you know, they're the, they've been the face of a lot of, lot of fashion. Because when they wear it, they're the biggest in influencership. I just made up that word. I should go get the dot com, huh? Let me see if that .com is taken. Influencership. Okay, so the name is taken. Never mind. I thought I had something there. Hopefully I remember what my point was. So, Fancy is now one of the major fashion houses, a luxury fashion house, which is a huge deal. Now, it takes influencer to next level because she's she has millions and millions of followers on all platforms so this takes influencer to a whole nother level because she wasn't just an influencer she wasn't just a face she actually wasn't an incubator with Fenty a while back when the big fashion houses LVMH was opening the doors to new companies to startups so she's been there from ground up. This isn't just another one of those face deals. 
not a sponsorship deals, she gets 50%. That's a huge look. I mean, a lot of people have been winning for music, but that's another story. <laughs> Something else that happened since we last spoke. Game of Thrones, are you watching? My guy. My man. Shit is a movie, dog. Every episode is a movie. Jeez. Remember last week when I said, oh, I don't want to spoil it for you, but everybody dies. <laughs> oh, so this spoiler is spoiling last week's spoiler. That was a fake spoiler. Now, if you're not watching the show, it sucks for you because everybody dies. Everybody dies. Everybody's dead. <laughs> but I can't. I can't really go in too much detail because then that would really be messed up if I'm spoiling it for you. But everybody's dead. But you gotta watch it. It's an event. It's time for the world premiere. World premiere. Whoa, 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 world premiere. I was working on the East Coast for a little bit, then I quit and moved out to California. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Chase a dream. Getting a job in California, is, it's not that easy. Without connections, without friends. I had an older car, and I never yeah. really thought I could do Uber. Then I was doing research, and that's where I came up yeah, with Fair. I got a car with Fair and practically started driving with Uber like the same day. It's simple to sign up. Now they have a text and this is a commercial. It was easy. I do basically four hours a day, six days a week. I meet so many people. It's it's like a godsend. Ah, I've been with Uber for about eight months now. It's made life a lot easier. Fair has helped me financially towards my dream. (laughs) You caught that? Now I may have mentioned it like a few episodes ago and I didn't really make any I didn't give anything away really I just mentioned it and I signed NDAs so you weren't able to hear that but now here you go it's a commercial it's a you just heard the audio but you're gonna see the visual probably on social media or sometime and it's it's a company where Basically, you pay a down payment and you get a car, right? But you pay monthly. It's sort of like a lease, but you can return it whenever you want. You're not really locked down to a three-year leasing period, which is smart, obviously, because a car is a depreciating asset. They also have another part, which is the part I'm talking, I was doing a commercial on, is the Uber part. So if you do a certain amount of trips, Per uh per week, the car is free to unlimited miles, unlimited rental. And if you're tired of a car, you bring it back, you cop another. <laughs> Straight like that. Now, I spoke about it before that the company is growing real fast. I met the CEO. He said the co- the consumer part, which is in most states, in a lot of states, which probably it's in your state, the consumer part has a lot of cars to pick from. The monthly thing I spoke about, even this Ferraris on the site. Now, uh, I know you're listening to this and you're probably not going to be filtering for no damn Ferrari. <laughs> That's for sure. 
<laughs> so don't just get that out of your mind right now. You know, it's weird. I don't really want a Ferrari. Like if I have a friend with the car, I'll whip it. Of course. That wouldn't be my midlife crisis car. It's too small. There's no room for my nuts. My midlife crisis car would be like a Hummer, right? With like six or seven different Hummers, like a sleigh of Hummers driving me and my Hummer. Like, fuck the world. (laughs) Different color, like a Santa Claus of Hummers straight polluting this earth. Because right now, I want electric. I want to save the world. But for a crisis, my midlife crisis is going to be tied to climate crisis. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) I'm going to drive semi-trucks. That's my midlife crisis. So back to the company I'm speaking about. It was it's pretty cool. They're growing real fast, super fast. I met the the co-founder. She's a woman, the the woman that interviewed me on this commercial. And she's pretty cool. She got the sauce. <laughs> you could tell when a, a Caucasian has sauce or a drip, they call the kids call it now. You could tell she has a little bit of sauce. She's no plain Jane, that's for sure. So in the the commercial, I noticed a lot more things than you would. Like the physical, the visual, because you heard it. I sound great, of course. But visually, I noticed a lot more things than somebody else would because it's me. It's I compare it to this. Since I'm a guy, I'm going to use this this reference. It's like taking a photo of your girl. Like you go, you go somewhere, you take a photo for her. She posting it and she's like, no, take another. And you take like 10 photos. She keeps saying, take another. And you're like, dog, you look fine. <laughs> but she she said, oh, my hair is a little to the left. And just tiny things that you won't notice. So in saying that, I feel like a little biatch. <laughs> Watching myself like, ah, nah. Uh, you know what? I want to smoke so much that I have two lazy eyes. Got so many shades, they thought I had a lazy eye. Huh? <laughs> Seeing as I just played the commercial and this smoke break is brought to you by me, not any company, and I'm not affiliate. I know the commercial is about Uber. I'm not affiliated. I'm a, I am a contractor. <laughs> Okay, general free a contractor. Okay. But Uber went IPO last week. That's another big thing that happened. And it dropped 7%. Now, I know you're thinking 7%. 7% is nothing. That's because you're broke. That's why 7% doesn't sound like a lot, my broke nigga. 7% of what? A dollar, what's that? That's nothing. I had seven cents. But 7% of $90 billion? (laughs) It looks like they lost mad money, over $700 million in the first day. They raised a lot of money, but they lost mad money. Now, the analysts are giving out what they think it could be. 
you know, if this is something you should always do from now, if you ever, I know you might not think about stocks or any of that, but if you ever hear news like stock news from the analysts, uh, let me give you a little trick to keep things in mind in perspective. None of these people really know why. <laughs> I know they're, they're experts. They went to all the schools. But they really don't know why. They're guessing. Speculations. So anytime you see one, use this little trick. Add I guess to the end of all the statements. Due to trade tensions, the stocks that Dow Jones fell down 0.5 basis points. I guess. <laughs> I always add that. Oh, Uber lost 7% on their debut IPO because the workers had a strike. I, I guess. <laughs> that, that that puts things in perspective for you and there's multiple reasons why it came down because uh the trade thing with china which i'm not getting into that is that's one and that's getting real heated <laughs> believe it or not most things you have is made in china and they're all gonna be a little more expensive that's one the worker strike is a big one which lifts workers struck too it's it was a it struck a, a thing for a uh, strike. I don't know the English word for past participles and all those other bullshit, but it struck. Striked. They didn't striked. Oh, they were on strike. Ha. We learn something new every day. All right, so the strike definitely did, <laughs> did hurt. And... I want to give you a, pers a different perspective since I'm still plugged into all this. I got these three emails the exact same day. The Wall Street Journal. Hey, Uber is valued at $120 billion. Yeah, I get emails from Wall Street Journals. Like, oh, wow, that's what's up. They're coming up in this. <laughs> Uber's getting big out here. I scroll down. Oh, look, I have another email from Uber Partners. Hey, we're going to drop your rate by 25% in your city. Huh? <laughs> I'm taking a 25% haircut? What? 25%? Imagine that. You're working somewhere. Your rates, which you have no control over, is, is just just got cut by twenty five percent. Now Uber lost seven percent, and you you thought that wasn't much, but they literally cut twenty five percent from all their drivers in Los Angeles. <laughs> like okay, that sucks for drivers. I, I I wasn't driving, so but it really sucks. Then another email. Oh, as an Uber customer, you can now save 30% on your next 10 rides. <laughs> ah, I see. <laughs> so there's three perspectives. I see what's going on. I see. But it does suck. And the, the drivers did strike. 
It was a lot of people. A lot more people showed up than the the six people that showed up for the Lakers strike. Yeah, people st- struck. <laughs> people was on strike about the the Lakers not having a coach. Blah blah blah. Six people showed up. It was a big laughing stock like the Los Angeles Lakers are now. So I got emails and I see that Uber is changing a little bit more towards the driver it seems like they care about the drivers now unlike before which i gotta commend them for that right but we just spent a while talking about ride sharing let's talk about what this show is about let's get to the news Seeing that we spent a while talking about fashion, Saks Fifth Avenue is selling CBD products now. So Saks Fifth, uh, I don't know if you're keeping score. These, all these clothing places and shopping malls and drugstores and any store is basically opening or selling CBD in their stores now. Saks Fifth Avenue is one of them. Abercrombie and Finch Company is selling CBDs now. That's another one. <laughs> you know, it's weird with fashion. It's the biggest polluting industry there is. I know you're thinking about cars and all the CO2 emissions and all this other stuff. But you got to realize everybody wears clothes. <laughs> did, you, did you just realize that? How do you think they're making all these clothes that everybody wear? You don't just wear one, do you? You have a whole closet full of clothes. Not expensive clothes, cheap clothes, clothes on sale. You got mad clothes, nigga. <laughs> they gotta make it. And that shit is killing the environment. Now, a lot of these fashion houses are going more towards uh, sustainable means. But we all got clothes. It's just, you just overlook it. Something you really overlook. It's illegal not to have clothes, actually. <laughs> it's actually illegal not to have clothes. So we all have and wear clothes. They gotta make them. Thomas Lee, he works, well, he worked at Safeway for like two decades, right? They promoted him to Albertsons and he was to be working with the forklifts. The drug tested him and he failed. This is in Arizona. So now he's suing based on discrimination because he said he wasn't high while at work. It was just in his system. And I'm going to be watching this closely to see how it ends up. And by closely, I mean uh, you probably won't hear about this ever again. Doug, I don't remember what I talk about every episode, my guy. (laughs) To be frank. North Dakota's Governor Doug Burgum is a Republican. He just signed a marijuana decriminalization bill. This makes them the 25th state in the U.S. to remove threat of jail time for low-level cannabis possession, which is a round of applause, but... They didn't get the award today. Our award is going to go to something much higher than this. 
decriminalization is cool. It's, it's a good step. But the award goes to something higher. You might know, if you know the industry, you might know what I'm talking about. But we'll get to that soon. Seeing as there's a trade war going on, let's talk about China. <laughs> so, they're actually using brain stimulation to try to cure addiction. So what this means is that they put an implant in your brain and they pass through some electrodes to control your activities. Now, this wasn't approved before because you just don't know the side effects. You're messing with somebody's brain. That's that's next level stuff, man. The brain is... (laughs) This is what makes us different from any other animals. So if you're messing with it, I don't know. They're seeing some success in curing people with addictions by, you know, this method. So they did pass this earlier in the United States and earlier this year. They passed that they'll be allowed to try it here, do some clinical trials. But that's crazy. They're trying to use it to cure the the opiate crisis that we have here. See if it works. I don't know about that, man. Would you like somebody shocking your brain? This this country has a a bad history of trying to manipulate people's brains to get rid of what they thought was unnatural. Like maybe being gay. <laughs> They'll put some electrocute your brain to correct you. That's some some nasty nasty experiments back in the day when people were a little more stupid (laughs) it's a little more yeah yeah just take some cocaine and that'll cure your son's headache (laughs) it sure cured his headache all right but i'm very skeptical when it comes to messing with your brain very very skeptical just try weed man instead of meth Try to try weed, then go all the way down to CBD, and boom, it might work. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not your doctor. Don't listen to me. Jeez, you think this is some medical advice? It's time for the awards. Let's go, Mamma Mia! Who's getting an award today? What award are we giving out today? The Golden Nug Award. Yeah. That's right. It's that sticky. That sticky, icky, 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 icky. It's that top shelf weed. You're going to need a grinder for that shit, bitch. It's the Golden Nug Award. And the award goes to Denver, Colorado. Oh, yeah. Yes, Denver, Colorado. If you know the industry, you know why. They just approved a measure to decriminalize psychedelic mushrooms. Yeah. The provision prohibits the city government from using any resources to impose criminal penalties against adults over 21 for personal use and possession of cyclobin, 
and cyclobin is the active ingredient in magic mushrooms. Wow, that's what's up. That is what's up. Round of applause. Round of applause for Denver, Colorado. Wow, they just they they're just a little ahead in freeing the bondage we have. All the restrictions we've created on a on our own mind for so long about drugs because we're so we as a human are scared of things we don't know and we're also quick to believe what government tells us even when the government's motives was to target minorities we always have to circle back to this on this show because newsflash this is what this is about Oh, did I, did I sneak it in? Gotcha. <laughs> so the golden nut goes to Denver, Colorado on episode 28 for decriminalizing magic mushrooms. Daddy, you got them shrooms? You got them shrooms? Last week, I saw, I, I spoke about seeing a guy wearing yoga pants, looking like a squeezed tube of toothpaste. Ironically, this week, I saw it being done right by an older black man. He had a a thermal on, like a, a little oversized thermal that draped down his ass. Yeah, yoga pants on. But he also had, he had shorts on top of it, but the shorts was made out of Velcro. And the Velcro made a shape like a gun holster where he put his phone in his wallet. He was a black guy. He was in shape. He was older, much older, much older. He had a beard, like a white, gray beard. He had a hat and a do-rag. <laughs> I don't know why he had the do-rag and a hat. <laughs> He's an older guy. But he, he pulled that shit off, though. He was looking fresh, real fresh, unlike that squeezed toothpaste. So you just... That's how you do it right, I guess. I just had to, to commend it. That's the, the style checking section of the show. So I'm going to add. I'm going to get some tones and put a style check. Style checking you niggas. You listeners in other states, that weed is, is still a, a toxic subject. This is something you should look forward to. In the future which I've noticed here where I am, people openly talk about smoking weed in front of their kids. 10, 6, 11. Openly talk about it just like they do wine. You openly talk about alcohol in front of your kids. And it's normal. It's that thing that adults do. It's not explained to them. But it's that thing adults do, just like drinking. And then, obviously, just like drinking, when they grow up a little more, they're going to start experimenting. Just like drinking behind your back. They're not going to drink in front of you. They're going to go find out what it's about that these adults are doing. So, just like alcohol, weed is going to be that thing that adults do. And it's going to be normal. Look forward to it. 
Thank you for listening to the Midday Smoke Break. You can send us some love at... If you listened all the way up to the end of this podcast, you f***ed up. This is one of those chain letters that your creepy aunt forwards you on Facebook. Too late now. You can't skip now. It's too late. We're here now. You have to share this podcast with at least one person that is cooler than you. You already know who I'm talking about. After you share the pod with someone cooler than you, your good karma as set forth by this chain letter is that you officially become cooler than them. You are forever known as that person that put them on. They can't do this back to you to fulfill this chain letter, no backseas. If you don't do the action set forth on this chain letter, you will have a mildly annoying day in the near future. Then you're going to remember why you had that mildly annoying day. And it's because you broke this covenant. Don't break this covenant. Again, my name is OG Kennedy. Goodbye. Don't worry about the future. We're in good hands.